You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all the social meds. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually of my neighbors or my Ubers. Well, not so much of my Ubers while we're in quarantine, but um, definitely lots of videos of me dancing in the shower. Uh, and you can also keep up with the show at No Filter with Zach for some really funny memes and clips with your favorite reality stars. It's always a good time, you guys. How is everybody doing? Happy Monday. I'm trying to be like really like happy and excited on this Monday. Um, but it's like a really heavy, like the news cycle over the past weekend and even just past week has been really sad and really heavy. Um, and I just like, I don't know about all of you guys, but with everything starting to shut down again, like my brain and my heart and my like everything is like, uh, it's like just all like shutting down. And I'm like so close to throwing myself out my window. Um, not really. Please don't call the police on me. That was a hyperbolic joke. People don't seem to know the difference these days because people on social media love to drag me lately. It's a fun time. I feel like everybody's just like so on edge and we're just like, you know what, let's we're struggling. So let's just slash everybody else's throat while we're at it. Um, So if anything, all I can say is like, be nice to people like you have no reason to be a bitch right now. Like I get it. If you're hurting, if you're struggling, we're all hurting. We're all struggling. Like There's nobody thriving right now. And if there is anybody thriving, then like I need to know what they're taking because I don't think anybody right now is like in a place of like, yeah, I'm I want I'm amazing right now. While the world is in a global pandemic and the world is completely shut down. Um, so yeah, let's not, you know, let's, let's stop shaming people. Let's stop calling people out. Like where you do you, you worry about you, you love you, you go do you in the bedroom at night by yourself or with your lover, whatever, mind your own business and just like let people live. Cause everybody's having a really rough time right now. Um, okay. So we're going to start the show off. I'm going to tackle the heavier news first, and then we'll get into more of the funner lighthearted news, but we're going to start. Ooh, this Naya Rivera thing um, is really, really heavy and it's really sad and I my heart breaks for her family. So for anyone that doesn't know what's going on, you should know what's going on because it's been like on every news site and dominating the news as, you know, a really unfortunate incident that happened a few days ago. Actress Naya Rivera, who's known for being on Glee... She was out boating with her son, her four-year-old son, and she went missing. Her body has yet to be officially recovered. I believe as of this morning or as of the time that I'm taping this, they reported that a body was found, but they have yet to confirm that it is is Naya. And there's been a search party that's been out all weekend, and we we don't know what happened to Naya. And it's, again, just really sad and really tragic. So I just first wanted to say some love, love, light, prayers, you know, all you know, all the good feelings and vibes. Like, it's a tough time. I can only imagine what her family's going through. So I just want to send them some love and light right now. And I hope you guys do as well. And just know that, like, it, it, don't say anything. I feel like everybody has an opinion on social media. Everybody has a conspiracy on social media. You know, Naya Rivera is not Wayfair. Like, let's give her family a break. And if anything, just send them such an outpouring of love right now because I can only imagine what they're going through. And on that same note, we also lost Kelly Preston over the weekend. It's John Travolta's wife. She passed away of cancer. 
And that is also like, it's just been a really heavy news cycle and a lot of people have passed away. Um, And I think we just, again, need to remember that everybody is really, really struggling right now, mentally, emotionally, you know, we don't have as much human connection as we have before. And again, with the world shutting down again, I know in California, um, so many businesses just got shut down again today. And I think we just need to remember to have compassion. And at this point, I feel like I'm I'm sounding like a broken record. But like, seriously, I've seen so many fucking people go on their Instagram stories and rant and bitch. And and I get it. We all need a place to vent and and let our feelings out. But the shaming is what really kind of irritates me is like when we're shaming each other, when we're shaming our friends, when we're shaming our peers, when we're shaming people, you know, that are just out on the street, like take care of yourself, take, be safe, be cautious, obviously be respectful of your neighbors, but like, you never know what somebody else is going through. You know, I've had moments where, you know, I will take my mask off for 30 seconds and get screamed at by somebody on the street. And I'm like, well, shit, like my face was sweating. I just wanted to pat myself down for five fucking seconds. And you're really going to scream at me on the street. It's like, nobody knows what each other is going through. So like cut each other some fucking slack right now. Okay. Like, let's just be nice to each other as much as we can and stop coming for me for posting funny content. I know that it's not as, you know, serious as you would like it to be all the time, but like, I'm trying to bring a little light and levity to the world when everything is really dark and heavy. So I think we can all do our part in in spreading a more positive message and not just constantly being stuck in this cycle of panic born. Okay, on that note, now that my little rant is over, Lisa Vanderpump, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, former former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa Vanderpump, um, has been in the news a lot lately. So we have Sarah Paulson, who's been calling her out. And um, there have been a lot of reports about her restaurant, which was the first restaurant we really knew about, which was Villa Blanca, which is in Beverly Hills. Because we all know about Sir now. We all know about Pump. We all know about Tom Tom. But Villa Blanca, which was her first, like, L.A. baby, that I, I hope I'm not saying that wrong because I feel like that was her first to my knowledge to Vanderpump Rules viewers um, Villa Blanca was her first like real restaurant so it's now closed and so originally people were saying it closed because it went out of business and as we know in the news she's been hit with so many different lawsuits and so it's like ooh Lisa Vanderpump got her store closed down like I feel like Lisa Vanderpump's house of cards I mean I don't even know if it's fair to call it house of cards but I feel like she's just like it's all tumbling down on this poor woman and at this point I'm just like yeah maybe she's not the best maybe she's a little manipulative maybe she's you know whatever but I feel like everybody wants to like pile onto people that are struggling right now because they're like yeah take down that bitch and I'm just like yo guys like chill anybody losing a business right now is terrible but Lisa Vanderpump has spoken out herself and she um has basically said that it wasn't due to the business going belly up, that it was due to the lease at Villa Blanca, that their lease had expired and it wasn't worth signing the lease again because with everything shutting down again, like they don't know when they're going to be able to operate at full capacity. And so, I mean, like I get it, like it's not worth the investment at this point. I was just having this conversation yesterday because I know like for myself, I just, I just negotiated or renegotiated my rent here and it was a fucking bitch. Okay. And I know like for me as a, as you know, just an individual that has rent to pay for myself, like that in and of itself is a really big challenge because like my income has obviously taken a huge hit and like I've been struggling and 
trying to figure out ways. I'm over here selling ball wash on Instagram. I'm trying to make some extra cash. I'm over here, you know, promoting all sorts of shit and just trying to bring in any sort of money. Not that I don't believe in the products. I want to clarify. I don't sign anything that I don't believe in. But at the same time, you know, I can learn how to really believe in something when I need the extra cash. But what I'm saying is that, like, I know, and I'm pretty sure many of you can relate to this, like, you as an individual having your rent to pay, like, you know, when it's when it struggles, and you know, maybe you get some unemployment insurance, maybe you pick up an extra little side job, maybe you're driving for Uber doing Postmates, whatever the case may be, you're fine, you're trying to figure out how to pay your own individual rent. When you're a business, and you can't open, you don't really have the opportunity, like, think about barbershops, or think about hairstylists right now. They just got closed down again today in California. And like, they don't have the luxury of being able to just like, you know, operate at, you know, a a minimum capacity like some restaurants can. Restaurants can still stay open and do like delivery service, which, you know, fine, you know, they're they're still able to operate. But like, think of like a hairstylist that has her own studio that can't actually take on clients, but yet she still has to pay rent on her studio every single month. And it's like, you know, these are the people that I feel bad for. So I actually, I mean, crucify me. You most of you crucify me every other fucking week, but like crucify me for actually being like, you know what? I don't love that Lisa Vanderpump had to close down Villa Blanca. And I know everyone's like, well, oh, she's a millionaire and she's got all this money. Even people with a lot of money struggle. Even people with a lot of money, like don't have a disposable income to just be able to throw money out the window. You know what I mean? Like we still have to just be like mindful that like this is not like we should not be glorifying anybody getting taken down or businesses being shut down or anybody getting fired or anything at this point. Like we should not glorify any of that. This is a really tough time. So LVP, I don't normally love you, but I'm gonna give you this one this week. I'll give it to you. Okay. And even Kyle Richards came out um, and she's just like, you know what? It's sad. Like everybody, like so many businesses are taking such a hard hit. Even the agency, Mauricio, Kyle's hunky husband, even his, he had to lay off a bunch of his people. I mean, they hired Kendra Wilkinson, which was a little bit like, "Mm, there was a story one day about you having to lay off all of your agents. And then now all of a sudden we're hiring Kendra Wilkinson. Like, mm. maybe we'd reanalyze who we have hiring. We analyze some of these, uh, priorities here um but like also i don't know how many people are actually like buying a bunch of like luxury real estate property right now in this market like like i said i had to really negotiate with my building in order to get them to lower my rent which eventually they did it took several weeks and like a pay hold off but like i finally made it happen um but like i don't know how many like people are willing to fork over some extra money right now i saw even joe and melissa gorga like put their house back up on the market I don't know how many, they put their house on and off the market more than like, you know, a, prost- a prostitute is working the corner. Like it's on and off and on and off. And I'm just like, can you make a decision, either sell your house or keep your, like at this point, they should just keep their house because it doesn't look like it's selling anytime soon. So there's that. But yeah, even Kyle was nice enough to be like, yo, Lisa, I wish she didn't say anything to Lisa directly, but on Watch What Happens Live, she was like, yeah, it's sad. It's a bummer. Everything's a bummer. Any business is, and business that goes down right now is a bummer. So like, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, what else? What I feel like that was something else I wanted to say. Oh, well, there's the Sarah Paulson thing where she's talking about like how you know she keeps bringing up this. She met Lisa Vanderpump this one time, and Lisa wasn't very nice to her, and blah 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 blah. And at this point, I'm just like, okay, I'm pretty sure Lisa's a bit of a bitch. I'm not, like, I probably don't doubt that. But at the same time, like, you have to realize that when you meet celebrities here in Los Angeles, like sometimes they're just not always in the mood to meet other people. Sometimes they're not always going to be the nicest, even though there was a tweeter and they came. I can't believe I'm defending Lisa Vanderpump so much this week. I'm not a big LVP stand, but 
I mean, here we go. Um, so somebody, there was a, a, a tweeter that sent out a photo and they're just like, boom, look at this picture of Lisa Vanderpump and her dog and Sarah Paulson. And guess who's holding Jiggy? Sarah Paulson. Oh, that is my ice machine. If you heard that. Um, and so Sarah Paulson's there and she's like, oh, I got Jiggy in the photo. And then LVP is like, boom. Yes, that's right. Look at that. I don't just give my little Jiggy to anybody. I give my little Jiggy to people that I actually kind of like. And guess who's holding little Jiggy in that photo? Sarah Paulson. So boom, Sarah, I think you need to like chill, especially after that, like that video that she did with all the other actors and that black and white video. What was it? I'll be accountable. I'll take accountability. Which, again, like I talked about when that video came out, was just like, the, it was a little tone deaf. I'll just say that. Okay, we need to talk. Gentlemen and ladies, we have an epidemic of stinky balls. And it's not cute. I know if I'm going downtown Judy Brown, I don't want to be smelling your musty jewels, which is why you need to get yourself some ball wash. Ladies, you know what I mean. So get your man some Ballsy. Ballsy is a line of men's grooming products specific for a dude's manliest parts. And you know I ain't about the bullshit. So there are no sulfates, no parabens, no dyes, just good clean ingredients for good clean balls. Go to ballwash.com today and use code Zach for 15% off. That's code Zach, Z-A-C-K, at ballwash.com for 15% off. Link is also in the description below, so go right now. Ooh, let's talk about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. This isn't technically reality TV, but it's kind of like reality TV-T-ish because they dished it out on her show, The Red Table Talk, which was actually pretty good. Like, she's actually good. Like, she's a celebrity with a talk show that's, like, willing to actually, like, dish it out and take it, Okay. So Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are going full Brandy Glanville on us and they're revealing that Jada did indeed have an affair with August Alsina. Okay, so they confirmed to recap Jay and uh, Jada and Will. They were like, yo, we separated a long time ago. We were doing it. We were good. We were married. We were happy. And then it was like, oh, nope, we're not happy anymore. We're going to split. Wait a minute. Swipe left. Okay, so they took a little break and they separated. I believe they were still living together, but I may be wrong about that. But regardless, they were not like in a relationship together. Okay, Jada had a friendship with August. And so they were like, yo, cool. We're friends. We lean on each other. We're supporting each other, probably supporting each other emotionally as well. That then developed into something romantic. And Jada's like, yo, I like you, August. And August is like, yo, Jada, I like you, too but you're married and you got kids and that's like a whole lot of baggage. I don't know if I'm about that life. And then apparently, according to August, Will was like, yo, it's cool. You have my permission to date Jada. And so now Jada's like, oh no, you didn't. Hold up, wait a minute. I can only give my approval and I get what you're saying, August, but Will did not give you any approval. I give approval for myself. She was all like, yes, my body, my choice. And I was like, okay, Jada, yes, you speak. And so she spoke and she's like, yes, we were in a romantic relationship, August and I. It was, you know, it was the thing. We did it while Will and I were separated. August and I are no longer a thing. And Will and I have since gotten back together. And now we're one big happy family again. And Willow's been whipping her hair back and forth. And she's all happy about it. And Jaden is like, yeah. God, my refrigerator is being so loud today. If you can hear that, that was just my refrigerator taking a pee. Anyway, 
So Jada's like, I give my approval. And Will's like, yeah, you give your approval. And so basically they kind of came to a point. Oh, because Jada wanted to clarify that like, look, nobody is a homewrecker. Nobody is a Leanne Rhymes here. But yes, Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards did have a, you know, a little hookup. But we and we did tell Aaron because Will Smith is Aaron in this scenario. So Will and Jada are good again. And they had actually, I actually thought they had a really good, powerful conversation about their, um, like their own personal happiness, which I think is really important in a relationship, even though I'm not, I'm probably not the best like person to be talking about relationships, but like you have to have your own independence and personal happiness. And that's when, you know, Will was like, I needed to let her go because like she wasn't happy and it wasn't my responsibility to make her happy. It was her responsibility to make her happy. And we should have both come to the table being happy together and complimented each other and not tried to complete each other because we need to be complete individually for us to be complete together to make a healthy, sustainable relationship. And so I was like, yes. But now people are like, oh, whoa, this is a little TMI, you guys. Why are you talking about this on Red Table Talk? Some things should be kept behind closed doors. But Jada was like, we didn't really want to talk about it. But she said, and these are her words, not mine, that black Twitter made it a thing on Twitter. And that's why they decided to address it. And of course, you know, it's going to be great ratings for Red Table Talk on Facebook. And so she's like, yeah, let's talk about this. And I actually really appreciate that candor because you look at like, look, I like Sherry Shepard, but like, or even Wendy Williams, like she's cool, whatever. But these ladies had, they were on talk shows. Sherry Shepard was on The View and, uh, Wendy Williams had has her own talk show, Wendy, and they each were going through like issues in their personal relationships, in their marriage, whatever, whatever, divorce, split, all that stuff. And they weren't as vocal about it on their talk shows because their job was to talk about other celebrities and other pop cultural, you know, topics that needed to be discussed, but they didn't talk about themselves. Now, I know that this whole, you know, quote unquote, affair and separation between the Smiths happened a long time ago, but like, the show, one, the show wasn't around a long time ago, but I think like, you know, when you have a platform like that where you kind of dish out your opinions and thoughts about other people's often relationships and personal lives, you have to be willing to throw your own shit on the table too. Otherwise, I think it's a little bit hypocritical. So I actually, even though some people are like, this is a little TMI and I don't love this, I actually give major respect and props to Jada and Will. Not that they need it. They can give their self, they can give themselves props and approval. Not saying that they need my approval, but I'm just saying I give it to them anyway. Now, Moving on with approval and relationships, we have Dolores Catania from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, so Dolores is opening up about getting some plastic surgery. Her body, she apparently wasn't feeling the best about her her body, so she got a little tummy tuck. Um, and apparently her boyfriend, David, who I don't know why she's even with David. He doesn't even seem to like really be all that into her. But apparently she says that he wasn't like the biggest fan of her getting plastic surgery. But this is where I think it gets weird. So she was saying that like they were, you know, she was packing and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going out of town tomorrow. And he's like, oh, are you going out of town for work? And she's like, no, I'm going out of town for a tummy tuck. Surprise. And he's just like, what? Why are you getting a tummy tuck? And she said that he doesn't like like electoral surgeries, electoral procedures. But she also says that this isn't her first time getting plastic surgery. But he was like apparently upset about it because he's like, eh, I don't think you should be doing that. And she's like, oh, well, I'm doing it and I'm leaving tomorrow. Now, I think their relationship is already fucking weird. But now that they're in a relationship, like, 
isn't it kind of fucking weird that she didn't tell him that she was going to be having surgery? Like, don't you have like an emergency contact? Isn't it like your 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 boyfriend probably like one of the people that you're going to list as an emergency contact? And like, that, I feel like that's somebody you let know in advance. Like, you don't just book a surgery and be like, okay, I'm coming in tomorrow to get a tummy tuck. Like, these things are planned in advance. So I was a little weirded out by that, and I thought that was kind of dumb. But I also think. I thought it was weird that she didn't tell him, but I also think that it's kind of dumb of him to be like, oh, I I don't like you getting a tummy tuck. Like if she's doing it and it's making her feel confident, then like he needs to mind his own damn business. Because first of all, boys always like to be like, oh, I like the own natural. I like you own natural. I like you no makeup on all that. Okay, but I don't see them hating afterwards. I don't see them complaining afterwards. And I'm pretty sure David's love in Dolores is post plastic surgery body right now. I haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen photos of it. Let me see if I can go to her Instagram and see if I can actually see these photos to be able to give a full comment on what Dolores Catania is currently looking like. But I'm just like, can what's his face, Jill? Like, seriously, he barely is even around. He's like, we never ever, we never see him on the show, which is fine. Like, okay, not all the house husbands want to be on the show, but like, I don't know. She was living with Frank. Like, I just think their relationship is fucking weird and I'm over over it. I also am looking at her Instagram and I don't see much of a difference, but that's just me. I don't see any like recent photos of her, but even in her recent photos, I don't see a terrible difference in her. So I'm just going to say that. Okay. Moving on. Um, she also said that, uh, there, she talked a little bit about when they filmed for Real Ho- the new season of Real Housewives of New Jersey before production got shut down. And she said that they were only two weeks into filming and then filming ended up getting paused because Teresa's dad, we all know him as No-No, he ended up getting really, really sick and was in a really bad place. So apparently that paused production and then No-No ended up passing away. And then they were two days into filming again when the whole world kind of shut down. And so that's when things got like really bad and... Now, we don't know when New Jersey is going to come out again, but apparently they're supposed to start filming again later this month. So fingers crossed that that actually happens because I need another Housewives franchise coming very, very soon. Okay. Let's move over to the Witches of WeHo. Witches of WeHo are no longer donezo. So first we saw um, Katie hosting a birthday party for Stassi at her house. And Stassi showed up. And we saw Kristen showed up as well. And we've heard rumors that Kristen and Stassi are friends again. Well, now we saw Katie, Stassi, and Kristen out having lunch at the Grove because um, there was, what's the little girl's name? The girl, the, the girl that plays young Jane on Jane the Virgin, she was out at the Grove and she's like, oh my God, there's Stassi. I love Stassi. I love Vanderpump Rules. I love the Witches of WeHo. And I obviously don't know they got canceled. So I want to take a picture with them. And then her mom was like, yes, we want to put you out there. We want to pimp you out, girl. We want to make sure that you're getting that cred and that celebrity, you know, celebrity photos to show that you're, you know, you're a bad chick here in Hollywood. She took a photo, posted it on Instagram, tagged Stassi, Kristen, and Katie, and that made, you know, headlines all over the news because we saw that the Witches of WeHo are out and they're brunching again. Probably not brunching over their Witches of WeHo wine because that is also Dunzo's, but yes, I'm happy to see the girls back together. I'm happy to see Stassi in a better place because now she's pregnant and like that's, you know, I don't wish any bad on any pregnant mama. Even Leah Michelle, even though everyone's talking about Leah Michelle is like a total bitch. But I mean, I've heard things from other people that know her and have worked with her. But that's not, I don't really know. I'll know her. 
Lastly, Brandy, Camille, Adrian, and Eileen are all coming back. Oh, and Kim, Kim Richards. We saw Kim Richards on Beverly Hills last week, but they're all coming back to Beverly Hills this week, which is coming out on Wednesday. Yeah, we have Kyle's annual white party, and they're all back in action. And I'm actually really excited to see them because um, I love Brandy. And I'm hoping that Eileen gives us a little bit of something. We've really only seen facial reactions. We see Camille, and Camille's coming in hot. Camille always comes in hot. Um, and she's fighting with, who was it, Dorit? I think she was fighting or no, she was fighting or was she fighting with Lisa Renna? She was fighting with someone. They were like, you were really nasty to me on Twitter. And she's like, well, I'm just dishing what I'm getting. And I think Camille needs to just like take a Xanax and chill because she comes in and she's so hot and she's so like angry. Not like like hot, sexy hot. I mean, Camille's an attractive woman. I'm not into women, though. Um, shock, spoiler alert. But so like it just I don't know. Camille just always comes in and she always like wants to yell at somebody and like get in their face and like move her hands. And it's just it's very dramatic. And I'm like, Camille, you're trying just a little too hard. So like Camille needs to chill. But I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I'm also apparently Heather. Heather Holla Thompson is coming back to New York this week as well. So I'm love. I'm living for all of the throwback housewife moments. I'm here for it. Okay, this Wednesday, Ashley Waller is on Hashtag No Filter, and she's dishing all about The Hill's new beginnings. I ask her also about Lauren Conrad. I ask her about Kristen Cavallari and Kristen returning to the show next season because Kristen's supposed to be coming on, hopefully very soon. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for Ashley Waller this Wednesday. It's going to be a good episode. I ask her about her husband, Jason. Lots of good stuff. Lots, lots, lots of good stuff. All right. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That's me. I'm Zach Peter. And you can give me a follow at just plain Zach all over the internet. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I got some really great clips on YouTube. My YouTube channel is popping lately. So you need to go and follow me on YouTube too. But also go and give me a follow on Instagram because that's where everybody follows each other these days. And like I want to be, you know, I want your validation. So go and give me a follow. Follow at No Filter with Zach if you want to keep up with the show and all the latest reality TV and pop culture news and tea. Don't miss Ashley Waller on hashtag No Filter this Wednesday. Also, we have a special episode on the Adulting Podcast with Zerlina Maxwell. She is a political analyst. And so we have a really good conversation about race and identity politics. And it's actually something that you should go and listen to because we're not just doing it because, you know, it's like trendy to be woke right now, but we do it because it's, it's an important conversation. And I actually think you'll enjoy it. So go and check that out. And please give me a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. You know I love that validation. I'll actually give you guys a couple. No, I'll wait until the top of an episode to give you guys some shout-outs. I promised I would do that today. Um, But I promise I will give you guys shout-outs. So please go and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And please subscribe because I love it. And I love you. Okay, bye.